0: In today's Tanya, Rabbi Schneider Zalman, for the first time extensively, um, explains what the ten spirat are. we mentioned it so many times, the 10 faculties. So he says like this. It is all known that the emotional attributes divide into seven categories. In other words, the first three, as we spoke about that, we spoke about extensively at the beginning of Tanya. Chesed, uh, sorry, Chachma bin is something... In the mind it's the mind the power of creativity of analysis and digestion but the seven midot what are they number one chesed which we spoke about extensively loving kindness which is a thrust to to sheer benevolence to all without limits give is stern limitation and contraction which seeks to restrain such a degree of sharing and to withhold Um, Sometimes the the diffusion, the sharing altogether from certain individuals, and the attribute, the third one, rachamim or tiferet, which seeks to pity a person to whom compassion is appropriate, and to extend benevolence to him as well, although they may be unworthy of it. Rachamim is the mediating attribute between vur and chesed. The latter of which would diffuse benevolence to all, even to a person whom compassion is not appropriate. That's chesed. In other words, that person is not lacking anything and is in no state of trouble whatsoever. Because chesed is unlimited, it desires to benefit even someone who lacks nothing. The attribute of Rachamim, by contrast, being also compounded of Gevura, will not seek to share indiscriminately. At the same time, Rachamim pleads the cause of any individual who is a pitiful state, however unworthy he may be. And because this attribute of Rachamim is the mediating attribute that's called tiferet, beauty. By analogy with beautiful garments, which are dyed with many colors, blended in a way that gives rise to beauty and decoration. A garment dyed in one color, however, one cannot apply the term tiferet, which means rabbis cannot say tiferet about their clothes, black and white, which implies the beauty of harmony. And since the attribute of rachamim, is made up of chesed and gvura, The, tif, the term tiferet is appropriate, but afterwards, once the attribute of either chesed or gvura is aroused to dispense benevolence, that means at the time of the actual sharing, then it's necessary to deliberate how to share in a way that the recipient will be able to absorb it. For example, you want to, wh- you you wish to convey an intellectual subject. You know, when you have a powerful idea, you want to share it. If he will tell it to the individual in its totality, just as it appears in his own mind, the son will be unable, the child, the student, will be unable to understand and absorb it. And this could happen either because A, the concept, the way the father understands it, is too abstract and subtle, B, because the concept is too comprehensive and too diverse and needs to be broken down into digestible segments. Rather, one needs to arrange it for the student in a different order and context, such as by providing an example from an alternative context. Every word fitly spoken, little by little. This deliberation is referred to by the terms netzach and hod, number four and number five of the sefirot. And these attributes are the kidneys that advise, in a manner similar to their physical counterpart. Um, we're told, according to least Kabbalah, the kidneys play a role in wisdom, and they definitely play a role in the function. Kidney failure is one of the leading causes of uh, huge illness. And when it works, in other words, when the function works, it allows the system to function correctly, and it allows the food to work, etc. In spiritual terms, the Netzach and Hod are also the two testicles that prepare the sperm. In other words, some people refer to it as the kidneys and others refer to it as the testicles. Just like the testicles that we spoke about in the beginning of Tanya, the brain is where the, the, the germ of the idea, the germ of even wanting a child comes from. And it's manifest obviously in the seed. So too, the Netzach and Hot play that role to, to bring down and give, to allow it to give birth the new idea that you want to share or whatever attribute you want another name for netzach and hod is grinders and millstones because they grind the manna of the righteous in other words just like by way of example a person who grinds wheat with millstones crumbles into very fine parts so too the father needs to taper the insight or the intellectual subject he wishes to convey to his son and divide them into many parts with discernment with Sechol. Dividing a concept in this way so that you could determine what could be presented and what needs to be withheld is a contraction of a concept's depth. Basically, every speech you ever give is this. The category of netzach even has more. It comprises prevailing, victory, and standing up against anything, courage, from within or from without, that withholds the transmission of beneficial influence or learning. In other words, anything that holds back the flow of energy from the giver the netzach comes and says, we'll stand up. He will firmly resist the attribute of Gvura and holding back within the father itself. And he will do whatever needs to be done. In other words, he will fight hard. Hod is humility. Then, number six is yesod. The category of Yasod is by way of example the bond by which the father binds his intellect to the intellect of his son. It's the bonding, while teaching him with love and willingness, for he wishes his son to understand. Without this bond, the relationship between teacher and student, even if the son would hear the same words, he would not understand them as well. When you have a love between the two people, it's easier to digest. When the father binds his intellect to him and speaks to him face to face with love and desire, because he desires very much that his son understands he doesn't just want to enlighten his son. His desire, stemming from Yisod, is powerful because it is driven by pleasure. Ah, my kid got it. And the greater the desire and the light of the father, the greater the influence of the learning. Because then the son is able to absorb more, and the father communicates more proportionately. This parallel, by the way, to draw a metaphor from the attribute of Yisod. In the sphere of the truly physical because um yesod in 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 the body manifests in the actual the organ of the of of the male so when there's heightened desire and delight then there's much more sperm that's something what the uh jewish mysticism talks about a lot that the more desire you have for a subject the more you flow and that's why the Kabbalists seeking to illustrate the imparting of knowledge out of a sense of pleasure used analogy of physical union, because there's a number of similarities, as we will still explore in other places within Jewish mysticism. Now, these emotive attributes are the external aspects of the soul, these six. Malchot is a, a something that we'll explore independently. Within them are vested their inner attributes, uh, the faculties of love and awe. In other words, hiding beneath all these seven seven emotions are either love or awe. This may be compared to the case of a father who bestows enlightenment upon his son because of the love for him. In other words, the internal aspect is love. The external aspect is kindness. Because you love, therefore you're kind. Or you withhold the influence because you're you're fearful that your son will come down to, to some downfall if you share that. So that each midah has an inner and an internal, an external part. And he says like this, The source and root of these internal and external emotive attributes is Chabad, the chachma Bina and intellectual. For a person's emotive traits are in proportion to his intellect. And this is empirically evident with a child, for example, whose Chabad is in a state of pettiness, their intellectualism. All their emotions also relate to insignificant things. As the child matures in age and understanding, the motive traits correspondingly aspire to worthier goals. Some people never grow up. With adults, too, their motive trait develops in proportion for intellect. As it says, according to the intelligence of the man, that's how he is praised. What do you mean that he's praised? That means that's where his emotional attributes are, and, and those are the things that are tra- praiseworthy of a person, how they interact with the world. For the extent of his love and kindness correspond to the extent of his wisdom. And all, this other, all these other internal and external traits, likewise, have their source in Chabad. Most importantly in the development of the spiritual emotions is the third of the intellectual, Das, which we spoke about extensively in chapter 42, the first section. Because Das is when you connect to the idea, when you digest it. In other words, we all hear ideas all day. How we process the ideas is really what differentiates us. This is readily observable for the differences between the emotive traits of various people, Correspond to the differences in their respective degrees of dust. The reason why today's shear is so long is because I wanted to make sure to get every detail in, because it's such a fundamental and fascinating um, concept.